Hello, and welcome to the Cerebral Flex Podcast. I'm your host, Jareth R.R. Blackstar, and this is going to be another solo one with me. I believe Nam Wonsakati is going to be back, not next week, but the week after. So I think I have one more solo episode to do uh, before he comes back. I'm excited to have him back. Not that I don't enjoy talking to you guys myself, uh, but it's a little easier to go back and forth with somebody. And for this one, I decided to try something a little bit new because the last two episodes that I did solo were not off the cuff at all. They were bullet pointed. I kind of had a plan of what I wanted to do uh, with the talking about demons and their origins and talking about God and the origins of that. Um, So I didn't really do anything too freeform. I had notes. And for this one, I don't really have notes. And I decided I wanted to do something a little bit more, I don't want to say laid back, but more of a discussion piece as opposed to uh, trying to teach people things. I want to talk about the pandemic and what's going on with it and the different arguments being made for and against certain things. And overall, what I think about the response and the the politicization of it. So I hope I articulate myself well and I don't ramble too much. I'm going to try to stay point by point on it. Um, But this is more freeform. For my last solo episode, I don't know if I'm what I'm going to do with that yet. Um, I did recently get rumors that uh, a certain psychedelic will be in my possession. So maybe I can talk about that experience and past experiences with DMT, uh, acid, and other psychedelics that I've taken. But no promises. If there's interest in it, you guys can let me know. But for today, I want to talk about the pandemic. The pandemic and the response to it. So we're almost, we're over a year and a half in. We're almost at the two-year mark with the pandemic uh it's said to have started in fall of 2019 we just weren't ready for it i'm pretty certain that me and both of my sons got it in late october early november of 2019 Uh, i remember being very sick having to call into work for three days in a row which normally if i'm sick i'll call into work one maybe two days if i need to to recover but I I never called in. I've never called in three days in a row, uh, which was really unusual for me. And a lot of people at my work around that time were also getting sick. But I remember getting sick and just feeling awful, having a cold, having aches and pains, and just being completely miserable. And the weirdest part was even after I was done being sick, for like three to four weeks after I was sick, I was so tired, drained, no energy, just not having a good time at all. And so I think that with the symptoms that I had, I probably got COVID and recovered without any type of problems from it because, um, I mean, I'm by no means a very slim man, but I'm not, I'm not obese and I don't have any underlying health conditions. So it would make sense that I recovered from it 
and it was in the country around that time. We just didn't know about it. And so COVID's been around for over two years coming up. I'm filming this September 25th. So almost two years COVID's been around and not a lot has changed. The most current issue when it comes to COVID-19 is the recent Biden administration uh, mandate. Uh, some people are calling it a vaccine mandate. I wouldn't necessarily call it a vaccine mandate because they're not forcing you to get the vaccine. But on the flip side, it's very draconian because the, the mandate is essentially you either get the vaccine or your employer has to test you once a week to make sure that you don't have COVID. Now, why is that draconian? Because they're not forcing you to get the vaccine. They are still kind of controlling you. I mean, this entire thing's been about control and how do you control a population? And so the problem with this is the individual loses autonomy over their own body. Now, you can say and use the argument that you should get the vaccine and you should max mask up and you should do all of these safety precautions for the greater good, which I, I don't necessarily disagree with the, the argument for the greater good. The problem with the argument for the greater good is it's been used far too many times for far too many nefarious reasons. It kind of goes hand in hand with calling people Nazis. There are actual literal Nazis out there. But not every conservative Christian is a Nazi. But we use this blanket term of Nazi to cover a large substrata of people that may or may not have Nazi-like tendencies. And you kind of desensitize people to the word Nazi. And when you desensitize people to the word Nazi, you kind of sweep under the rug all the bad, awful things the Nazis did, and you lessen the impact of what they did. And that's just not good. It's not good. You should remember history, and you should remember the awful things that happened. So the argument for the greater good has been used so many times, and people are sick to death of it. Uh, And we'd like to generalize a lot of the people who don't want to get vaccinated as these irresponsible Trumpist conservatives that they just don't want to do it because they want to stick a middle finger up to the government and say, can't tell me what to do, Biden. And I think that notion is very wrong. And I think that categorizing people in such a large swath into that is very wrong. Because there is a lot of hesitancy around getting this vaccine. And if the government was transparent with us, there would be a lot less transparent, uh, a lot less hesitancy around the vaccine. We'll get into the vaccine hesitancy in a minute. But let's just take the argument of uh, people who like to say that the people who don't want to get the vaccine are just being crybabies that they're 
stupid and they don't understand science and that they don't have a right to um they don't they shouldn't enjoy certain rights and civil liberties like other people who have vaccines should and that's wrong and it comes from the left mainly um I've not really heard anybody from the right arguing that people who don't get vaccines should be treated differently than the rest of the, the vaccinated society. And it kind of comes down to the argument of uh, my body, my choice. And let's lay, lay bare the, the hypocrisy. All right. My body, my choice. We like to say that when it comes to the argument of abortion. Abortion was a hot topic a couple weeks ago before the mandate. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, he said that abortions were illegal after six weeks because that's when you can detect a heartbeat. Um, and there's a big problem with that because most people don't know they're pregnant till about six weeks, sometimes later. Menstrual cycles are very weird. Some people keep track of their menstrual cycles better than others. Um, menstrual cycles can be very irregular. Um, they can be very frequent or infrequent. And so most people don't know that they're pregnant unless you're taking a pregnancy test every couple days. And so liberals will use the argument of, well, it's my body. It's my choice. If I am pregnant and I don't want to be pregnant, I should be able to end that pregnancy. And that's not an unreasonable argument at all. It is your body and it is your choice. Um, it's very much your right to to keep the child as it is to to end the pregnancy. I think when you get into like topics of late term abortion, there can be arguments made about why you should carry it to term at a certain point. Um, but I think before you get to that point, that abortion should be a right that women are allowed to pursue. We could argue about what the cutoff date is for abortion if it's in the late third trimester or what have you. It's a touchy sub it's a touchy subject and it's not one that we're gonna get into. Aside from the face value argument of it's my body, it's my choice. And liberals like to say that when it comes to abortion rights. But now they're kind of doing an about face on it by saying, No, we support this vaccine mandate. You have to get vaccinated or you have to get tested. Either way, you're forcing somebody to take a foreign object into their body, and that is wrong. First of all, let's look at the, the fact that even if you are vaccinated, you can get COVID. That's just a fact. If you are vaccinated, you can still get COVID. You might not have any symptoms, or your symptoms will be very mild, like a mild cold. But you can get the virus, and most importantly, you can pass it to others. So if we're going to have mandatory testing for people, mandatory putting foreign objects into your body that you may or may not want, we should be testing vaccinated people weekly as we are testing unvaccinated people. But in having this mandate, you're forcing people who may not want to get tested or may not want to get the vaccine to have to have foreign objects that they don't want entering their body. That goes very much against the principle of my body, my choice that liberals espouse. Again, we could say it's for the greater good. Um, 
but it's not because it's all about systematic means of control. And what irritates me about this mandate is the fact that it's put under the guise of public health and public safety. And our government continues to do this every time there's some type of crisis. We saw it with 9-11 and the Patriot Act. When 9-11 happened, we signed away our personal freedoms and rights so that the surveillance state could have a peek into it. And we didn't do it. The politicians did. They always use crises as a guise to gain more control over their population. And then we vote the moon and we allow it. Politics is a spectacle at the end of the day. There's only two parties. Neither of them are a good choice. But so what people seem to have forgotten is that with freedom comes a certain amount of risk. And over the years with uh, the rise of social justice warrior movements, with kids on campuses shouting down professors with the idea that there should be safe spaces throughout society with maximum freedom is a ridiculous notion because with freedom, you have to incur risk. You don't get to be free without incurring risk. Now, you can make the argument that certain safety precautions should be put in place, common sense safety precautions. And I would agree with that. But I would not agree that you should give corporations and government control over the autonomy of the human body. They already control too many aspects of our lives. The government controls our lives through police state means of creating laws that we have to abide by and by taxing us. Corporations control our lives by offering us a wage for hours of our lives to be spent producing product for them so that they can then profit off of the hours of our lives. And usually the profit off the hours of our lives versus what they make in profit is quite disparaging. There's a recent uh, study of this man who owned a pizza shop. I believe it was in New York. And he paid his employees a wage where he didn't make very much profit for the day. He still made a little bit of profit, but after he you know, paid all his bare expenses that he needed and he actually like didn't take home a huge paycheck and he paid his employees with the excess of money that he had the employees in those pizza shops and his pizza shop made $37 an hour. So you are very much being exploited. The hours of your, of your day are very much exploited by corporations. And so allowing these corporations and the government to have more control over the autonomy of your body is ridiculous. Um, it's just as ridiculous as Hobby Lobby saying that, their employees aren't allowed to have birth control as part of their insurance plan. It's just as draconian to say, hey, you need to either take a test or get vaccinated to go into a place of work, a place that 
you need to go to make money to participate in society. So what you're essentially saying to a large sect of people who don't want to get vaccinated, who might not trust the vaccine and also don't want to get tested is you don't have a choice. One way or another, you're going to get the vaccine or you're going to have something shoved up your nose every day, once a week. Until when transmission rates go down. There's no end time on this. So. There's also a lot of hesitancy around the vaccine. When it comes to not just the efficacy of it, but the effectiveness of it. And we don't know because it's too early. We don't know how much the vaccine is helping. We know that if you take the vaccine and you get COVID, you get mild symptoms like a cold for a day or two, and then you're usually good. And we're already at a point where it's too late. In reality, what should we have done when COVID started? In reality, we should have shut the world down for six weeks. We should have done what China did. China shut down their country for six weeks. They shoved everybody inside. They had the military come out. They gave everyone temperature tests three times a day. Gave them meals three times a day, stuck them inside, let the virus run its course. But we didn't do that because it's capitalism. We need we're 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 we need to make profit. We can't stop making profit. The entire world can't agree to shut down for a deadly pandemic. Somebody's got to get ahead at some point. And so we didn't do what Japan did when they said, hey. Wear masks. That'll help the transmission rates go down because you won't be breathing particles everywhere. But we didn't do that. And this is the first problem of the entire response to the pandemic. And you can blame Trump or you can blame Biden. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, the American government always fails when it comes to pandemics. It doesn't matter who's in power. It's going to fail. If Obama had been in power at the time of the pandemic, or it would have been Hillary Clinton, the same thing would have happened. Governments suck at responding to pandemics because governments are all about keeping capitalism propped up. And so where we really, where we majorly fucked up is when Anthony Fauci came out and he lied to the American people. And this is admitted. You can look up videos. You can do your own research on it. You can Google it. He came out and he said this from his mouth. He said that he lied to the American people about wearing masks because he didn't want people going out and buying up masks like they did all the toilet paper because then they wouldn't have any for their health care providers. And so he's part of the reason so many people died at the very beginning because there was contradicting narratives about the efficacy of masks and if they actually helped stop transmission rates or not. He alone saying that, whether he was instructed to or not, is responsible for thousands of people being infected and dying. And there are no repercussions for that. There's also the lab theory, which we're not gonna get into the lab theory um, from what I've read, it does sound like this uh, SARS COVID-19 was more than likely created in some type of controlled setting um, and that it was 
somehow let out. I am not of the conspiratorial mind where I'm going to say, hey, I think that the governments of the world infected us with COVID to, to cause this great collapse. And I can see where people would become conspiratorially minded towards that. Because the government lies so often, it's so easy for people to believe conspiracies about them. Even now, thinking about it, I can see how with how they responded to the COVID-19 pandemic, how it could have actually been made in a lab and released to the public to transfer wealth to the upper class. I, I could see it. I don't know that I necessarily believe that, though, because the government is so incompetent. But I understand how people get to that point. People get to that point because the government lies. You have Fauci coming out saying, uh, if you wear a mask, you know, it's not really it's not, it's not going to help you because everyone was freaking out about COVID and going out and buying up all the toilet paper. Well, if they went out and bite up all the masks and PPE, that could have been bad because then, you know, the nurses and the doctors wouldn't have had it. Why would the nurses and doctors not have had it? Because in America, we don't care about trying to find a cure to things we care about treating sickness we would rather you be sick and treat it because we make more of a profit off of it than actually trying to find a cure for certain things there's a reason that there are children who have discovered cures to aids and cancer but the wider medical community does nothing about it because it's more effective to radiate your body it's more profitable for them to radiate your body with uh radiation for cancer that to actually figure out an actual cure for it. They're not going to get their millions of dollars from chemotherapy. So we fucked up majorly when Fauci came out and he lied about the masks. And then there was all this talk about how masks were a big government conspiracy and it was used as a means of control. The government was telling you, you need to wear a mask to participate in society. How did people come to that conclusion? Well, because you lied and you fucked up. People are already conspiratorially minded. Conspiracy theories weren't even a thing until JFK was killed. Really? That's when the term they coined the term conspiracy theory because the, the stuff surrounding his death was so weird and bizarre. People were having a hard time comprehending how that was possible. And so our government lies so much that people become conspiratorial minded. And you could, you could understand the argument. What we don't do is we don't try to understand people's arguments. We write it off at face value. If you're arguing a contrary point to what the mainstream is. So somebody who doesn't want to wear a mask because they say, all right, it's my body. It's my choice. I don't want to have to wear the mask because that infringes on my my freedoms. I don't agree with that. I see nothing wrong with wearing a mask. I don't really see how it's oppressing you and your freedoms at all. Um, it's simply a courtesy. All right. You might have COVID and be asymptomatic and you might not know it. And there might be people that you are around that have underlying health conditions. They're obese. They're elderly. They're younger. And they might not have that protection that your immune system has. So wearing a mask, I don't think is asking too much of people. 
but I could understand the argument of it infringing on your freedoms. I also understand the argument, though, on the flip side of people who say, why should I have to pay more taxes for universal health care if I don't ever go to the doctor? And I think that comes down to this mentality of look out for yourself over others that we have here in America. Because it's all about my personal freedoms. We don't we don't think of America in America we're very isolationist in our thought where we don't think about our neighbors and how we're affecting them. And I think that's a problem. And it's probably because we're a younger country that was founded by a bunch of white slave owners who were pissed off that England said we couldn't settle any more Native American land and we didn't like that. And so we rebelled and we're still in the teenage stages of uh, of our country. If you look at Europe, they're much they're a little bit more articulate than we are when it comes to a lot of their policies and the way that they operate in the world and with each other. And so I'm I'm a naturally more sympathetic person when it comes to yeah, I'll pay more in taxes if, you know, I have I think of it from a logical perspective. I don't go to the doctor often, nearly as often as I should. But on the off chance that I get in an accident and I need to go to the hospital, instead of paying thousands of dollars in co-pays and deductibles, I would much rather go to the hospital knowing that I'm going to be taken care of free of charge. Just, just on the off chance something happens. That's not a gamble that I'm willing to take. And if I never wind up needing that, then hey, that's okay too because I've taken care of somebody who does need to be taken care of. And I'm okay with paying a little bit more in taxes for that security for myself and for other people. Some people are not like that. We see it with the way we treat billionaires. We don't tax billionaires we at nearly as much as we should. Uh, we allow companies to get away with paying nothing we actually pay companies taxes when they should be paying it's it's a very messed up system that we have but so covid covid mandates they're 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 not good because what we're doing is we're creating more division in this country by doing things like this. Um, at the very beginning of the pandemic, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were asked about the way that the vaccine was fast-tracked by Operation Warp Speed, which was one of the few good things the Trump presidency freaking did. And they questioned it. Oh, I don't know about the vaccine. I don't want to give my opinion on it because, you know, it's Donald Trump and you can't trust Donald Trump because we had to build up more Trump derangement syndrome. So they, they fomented vaccine hesitancy at a time when it would have been crucial, at a time when a bunch of people who are probably already skeptical might have gotten it. But we fucked that up, and we made vaccines political. We made COVID political. And that's why we're in the state that we're in today, because COVID is political. It's not common sense. Because we lied about it and we were not honest about it. 
And there's a double standard too. We'll get into the double standard though. So I find it amazing that people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the Democratic Party fomented a bunch of vaccine hesitancy. And then as soon as they get in the office, they start promoting it. If you don't think people pick up on the politicization of certain things, you're you're stupid. All right? So you have these people who wanted to get into power saying, I don't know. It's Trump's vaccine. I don't know if I would trust it. And then they get in and they say, all right, we got to get vaccinated. Let's get going. Let's get that FDA approval going. And people don't trust it. And then you have the president of the United States coming out and saying, why? I'm losing my patience with you, pointing his finger at the people he's supposed to be serving, demanding, hey, go out and get the vaccine. I've made it widely available to you, and it's free. And now I got the FDA approval you were all bitching about. How is that a message that's going to make people want to... Uh, How's that a message that's going to make people want to go out and get it anymore? It's not. You're you're being a, a dictator. You're being an angry parent. People don't respond to being told that they're stupid and that they need to do something. And we see it across all the media. Fox News, of course, is going to do its thing. They're going to they're going to ramp up paranoia about the efficacy of the vaccine and if it's good or whether or not you should take it. That's what Fox News does. But I've seen an increasing amount of people on the left, people that I kind of respected, but I think just Trump derangement syndrome and COVID has destroyed the intellectual capacity of Americans to be able to intellectualize at all. So many people I respected, I've begun not to respect. Uh, I loved Bill Maher. I, I mean, I he irritated me, but I used to like Bill Maher a lot more before Trump. And then Trump destroyed that man. He used to be progressive and contrary as hell. And now he likes candidates like Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg, people who are the most corporate of Democrats. And this Trump derangement syndrome and this pandemic overload has just further corroded any intellectual capacity to see beyond party lines because you want to know what we hear a lot about people who aren't getting the vaccine being these southern white christian conservative people it's all these dumb trumpers but you know what the majority of the black population and hispanic population also don't want to take the vaccine because they don't trust it and they have good reason not to trust it because the government has lied to them and, and done terrible things to their communities in the past. Look up the Tuskegee experiments. People of color have a reason to not trust the government when it comes to telling them to take a vaccine. But we don't ever talk about that. We don't talk about how the majority of, of people of color are, are hesitant about taking the vaccine. Because they're worried about not just the effectiveness of it, but the efficacy of it too. And how effective is this vaccine? 
I mean, it's effective in the fact that if you get COVID, you have lesser symptoms, but you can still transmit it to other people. And because only half the population is vaccinated, this virus is doing what viruses do and mutating because it can still infect you. Because what the vaccine does is it gives you antibodies. So then it gives you the antibodies to fight COVID. But COVID's a virus. It wants to grow. And it's a highly contagious, highly transmissible disease. And so it's growing. And it's actually starting to become deadlier because it's growing. Because it's getting stronger. Because it wants to combat the vaccine. And then we hear about vaccine boosters coming out. Now that you got the two jabs, you got to get a booster. You might have to get a booster every year. Bet you that booster won't be free. And if it isn't free, it's not truly free because these vaccines aren't free. We're not paying anything out of pocket, we think. But the government funneled billions of dollars to these companies to make them free. So they still got paid at the end of the day. Pfizer? made three times the profits it did in previous years. So we're not directly paying for it, but we're paying for it. And the reason people don't trust the government is due to the way that they've handled this crisis entirely. They shut everything down and they gave nobody a lifeline. They gave Wall Street a trillion dollars a day. Gave away $3.5 trillion to the wealthiest people in America. Billionaires made almost half a trillion dollars in profit last year. It's the most profitable year for billionaires was last year while people were suffering from COVID. Losing jobs, losing family members, losing houses. And we keep seeing this can getting kicked down the road too. We, we put a mandatory eviction notice. No, no evicting people. Can't do it. Not during COVID. But we're not going to give them a lifeline either. So if you couldn't pay your mortgage for the past year and a half, how are you magically going to have the money now? They weren't giving us money throughout. There are people who are unemployed who maybe received the boost. But now they're starting to take that back and find people for that as well. Saying they overpaid people. And then we see the most extreme version of control over in Australia. In Australia, they have a program in place where you have to download an app on your phone. This app tells the government and authorities where you are. If you leave your house, you can only leave your house to A, go to your job or get groceries. You have to take your phone with you so that the government knows where you are. You have to take a photo at the location that you are at so they know where you are within 15 minutes. Otherwise, the cops will come and find you. So you go to the store. You get home. You have to send a picture of your face inside your home so that the authorities know where you are. Or they'll send somebody to your home or to wherever your phone's location is. They're talking about deprivatizing phones so that they can go into phones and not only track your data, but also see your messages and add or delete messages and data from your phone. There are drones in the air, cops in the street. And if you want to go out and do anything, you need a vaccine passport. If you get COVID, the authorities take you away to a camp where they treat you until you're ready to be freed.
this is happening in a country. It's fairly liberal. I don't think that would happen here because we have too many people with guns. But it turns people of a conspiratorial mind that way. And that's not a good thing. Because the more conspiratorial we get, the more acts of domestic terrorism are going to start. I don't know if anybody remembers Waco or uh, the Ohio bombing back in the mid to late 90s. Ruby Ridge. But these were all people who felt like the government was trying to take away certain rights that they had. And there's arguments to be made that they were white supremacists or had white supremacist ties. And that white supremacy in general tends to uh, foment. I'm really stuck on that word today, foment. Foment this paranoia. But people have reason to be paranoid and question it. And so am I for vaccine mandates? No, I'm not. I don't think that you should be able to force people to get a vaccine or be tested if they're going to go into a place of work. I think mask mandates are about as far as you can take it. But we can see because people, this is what pisses me off about it, is people said at the beginning, after we lied about masks, so we went back and forth, are masks good or masks not good? Are masks good or masks, okay, masks are good. We're going to stick with the narrative that masks are good. We're going to stick with that scientific evidence. All right. All right. Masks are good. We're going to wear masks. People's argument at the time was, you can't tell me what to put on my face. I shouldn't have to. I have freedom. I have rights. And it's just going to be taken a step forward, further. We could laugh and say, ah, you fucking, you people, you crazy paranoid people. They're not going to mandate you to take a vaccine and get tested. Just wear the mask. Wear the mask. Stop worrying. And then what do they do? They finally get people to comply with wearing masks. You can't go anywhere without getting the cops calling you without wearing a mask. And, I, you know, I again, I think you should wear a mask. I think if you're not wearing a mask, you're kind of being an asshole. I do. I think if you don't want to wear a mask, you're being a little bit of a dick. But then they get everyone to comply with the mask wearing. And then what do they do? All right. You need to get tested once a week or get the vaccine. So if you don't want to get tested once a week, you're pretty much forced to get the vaccine or not have a job. There's nothing free about that. And that's giving government and employees way much, way too much control over your life. And I'm just not okay with that. I'm not okay with the government dictating what people do with their bodies. Now, the argument of the vaccine and its efficacy, we've seen, again, that it can stop people 
from getting very sick with COVID. But with half the world's population vaccinated and the other half not, it's allowed this virus to mutate and it becomes more deadly to people who don't have the vaccine. And what we probably should have done when we rolled out this vaccine was given it just to people most at risk. Elderly people, sickly people, obese people. And we should have probably let this virus take its course through us and then kind of just die away. That would have been the second best option if you weren't going to shut the world down. But we didn't do that either. So now we have a situation where half the population is vaccinated and they're bitching at the other half because this Delta variant's become big, because half the population is vaccinated. And it's all political. And meanwhile, we're not pissed, once again, at the people at the top. We're pissed at each other. They're always going to find a way to make us mad at one another. Because if you're somebody who went out and got the jab, I got the jab. I don't regret getting the jab. But seeing what they're doing now, it does upset me to a certain degree. That I did go out and decide to be responsible and get it. And with the information that's out now from other medical people, it does upset me a bit. I don't think at the end of the day the vaccine is going to hurt me, though, because it's been shown to not really hurt you. But it is contributing to the Delta variant getting stronger, and that does annoy me. Because I took the vaccine because I wanted this fucking pandemic to be over, and I wanted to take it before it got to a point where they started forcing people to take it, too, because I it was a fear of mine. And then that fear came true. So, we're fighting each other because if somebody doesn't get the vaccine or want to get tested, the first thought, because this is what's pumped into us by mainstream media and the left, is, oh, those, those conservatives with their conservative viewpoints ruining things for the rest of us, they're stupid and ignorant. And now we're talking about if they don't get vaccinated, that we shouldn't give them hospital beds. Hospital beds should be saved for people who, who are vaccinated, and we should just let, let it run its course through you, and if you die, you die. And this could be coming from a place of I recently lost somebody to COVID. And if he had had COVID because he hadn't gotten vaccinated and they had decided to just not treat him and let him him die, it probably would have happened a lot quicker and been a lot more painful. And I think that it's really fucked up that anybody would have the viewpoint of, well, if you didn't get the vaccine, you don't deserve to participate in society.
And the left pisses me off the most in this situation because the left, the left goes to sleep anytime they're in power. You all had Trump derangement syndrome. You all hated Trump. He's the worst. He makes mean tweets. He tweets meanly. Oh my God. He's, he's awful. Did you see what he tweeted? He said something outrageous. And then you pick Joe fucking Biden, who cannot formulate a coherent sentence half the time. And he went right back to sleep. What about the kids in cages? What about the kids in cages? You all fucking cared about the kids in cages. There's more kids in cages now than there ever were. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she went out for her photo op. She went to the to the the border wall where our concentration camps are and there's this big photo op of her all in white crying where if you look across the fence there's nothing she wasn't outside a detention center there's no immigrants out there so why is she crying because they're fooling you because the establishment wants to fool you into thinking that they're doing something when they're not And you all take it and you go back to sleep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says she was going to fight for Medicare for all and a Green New Deal. Biden's done more, just as much to harm the environment as Trump. He's ordering more drilling. He's putting more sanctions on people. One of the only truly good things that he's done was pull out of Afghanistan. And he got lambasted for that. Which just goes to prove you can't do anything good in this country without the media absolutely shitting on you and making you not want to do it. So then you have these fake social justice warriors like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez going out to like the Met Gala this past week and wearing a dress that says tax the rich on it. She's at an event that costs $30,000 a plate to get in. And none of them are wearing masks. None of them are wearing masks. They're all sitting at this this gala. And there's all the rich people. And they think she's cute when she wears stuff like tax the rich. Oh, she's she's wearing she's wearing the dress and it says taxes while she's dining with us and doing nothing, passing no legislation at all. And you want to know why? Because anytime anybody criticizes her, her Twitter hive comes after them and shuts it down because they will mindlessly defend her to no ends. Because leftists don't want to win. Say what you want about conservatives. Conservatives fucking win. And when they win, they win hard. I saw this great graph of conservatism and why there's only really one party in this country. Mainly because both parties are bought out by big pharma the military-industrial complex, and Wall Street. But what happens is you have this wheel, and this wheel is kind of like a circular saw with its ridges. And when the Republican gets in power, the wheel starts to turn. And then it stops when the Democrats take power. And there's a wedge there, and you can't go left anymore. You can't go left because it's ridged, and it drops down. So. We start here, 
and we drop down and the wheel moves and we drop down and the wheel moves and we drop down and the wheel moves and now we're here with conservatism and we can't we can't move the wheel back we can't go counterclockwise because republicans are obstructionists and the left doesn't actually want any change so we stay conservative and then we turn right more we elect trump and it goes further right and now we're stuck here we're stuck here and we're not doing anything and joe biden is ruling like donald trump he's just being a dictator in the worst possible ways by mandating people go out and get tested every week or get the vaccine and he he goes out and he scolds people and says i'm losing patience with you people who won't just do what i say joe biden of all people we had an entire summer last year of black lives matter protests joe biden is the architect of why people of color are thrown in prison at such disproportionate rates it drives me insane this man has single-handedly propped up the police state militarized the police disproportionately thrown people of color in jail bankrupted families because he said that you cannot default on college or medical bills he has single-handedly destroyed the working hat class by proposing and backing a lot of these bills he's worked with fucking segregationists And he's somehow better than Donald Trump because he doesn't go out there and give mean tweets? Do you hear the shit that comes out of his mouth? The left in this country sucks. Because even like radical leftists like Vosh, for example, he'll defend AOC and Bernie Sanders when they're quite obviously shills to power. And Vosh is supposed to be somebody who doesn't believe in government at all, but he'll go out there and he'll defend the Democratic Party and what they're doing, which is just ridiculous to me. So the vaccines have been politicized. The pandemic's political now. And instead of being mad at the people in power who are fucking us over, we're mad at each other. And while we're mad at each other, we're allowing the government to have more control over our lives. And with each passing month and each passing executive order and each passing bill from Congress where the people get nothings, so they don't even give you scraps anymore. I become more and more convinced that what the upper echelon of this country want is some type of civil war. Because I'm not of the conspiratorial mind that they want us all to get vaccinated to kill us all. Because who's going to work? Who are they going to exploit for profit? They exploit us for profit all the time. They're not going to kill us all off with the vaccine. But what their ineptitude is allowing is allowing us to become more divided 
and it is starting to kill us. Because what elites ultimately want is what science fiction authors have written about all time. They want control over the populace, and they want to leave the earth. They really believe that. They do. I mean, look at people like Jeffrey Epstein. He had this whole island that had a temple dedicated to ancient uh, gods that he believed were actually extraterrestrials that space traveled here. That that And their goal is to leave the earth. Like Alex Jones gets written off as this crazy person who says crazy shit, which he definitely does. He definitely takes things way too far. I don't believe that there are politicians bathing in the the blood of children communicating with lizard people. I just he takes it too far. But the elites do believe in transhumanism. You see Elon Musk talking about Neuralink all the time and leaving Earth and terraforming Mars and stuff. They want to leave here. That's why they don't care that it's burning to the ground because they have an exit strategy. They want to eventually leave it. And so I do think that they're sowing the seeds of discord, and I don't know if they're planning on cracking down once the country sparks into a civil war or not. Because the interesting thing about this vaccine is the double-sidedness of it all, too. So they're going to mandate that you go into work and you get tested or you have to have the vaccine and proof of your vaccination through a vaccine passport or whatever, right? Meanwhile, there is no law that mandates that cops have to take the vaccine because they went to their unions and they said, why should we have to do it? So... If you're a cop, you don't have to take the vaccine and you don't have to get tested every week. You know who else doesn't have to get tested or get a vaccine if they don't want to? Politicians in Washington, D.C. Them in Congress and in the Senate and their staffers, they do not have to test weekly for, for coronavirus. And they do not have to get a vaccine. At the Met Gala, where AOC was with all these celebrities... With her little cute little tax the rich on the back. They were all maskless in their photo ops. Meanwhile all the people serving them. And the guy who was hired to hold Annis, uh Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's dress up off the ground so it didn't drag. All wore masks. The help wore masks. The help were faceless. We saw it at the very very beginning. Do as I say, not as I do, with Nancy Pelosi going into her hairdresser not wearing a mask when all private businesses were supposed to be shut down. Gavin Newsom meeting with the heads of healthcare industries at a private dinner at a fancy restaurant where all the waiters are masked up, but all the people eating are not. And you could say, well, when you eat, you're not supposed to wear your mask. No, Gavin Newsom said that when you eat, you wear your mask. And you take it down, and you put a bite, and you put your mask back on, and you chew. At that dinner that he got lambasted for with all these elites, nobody was wearing a mask. There's videos. There's the famous video of the woman who had her restaurant set down, even though she followed every single code set out by the state of California. She did outdoor chairs with the proper spacing, with the tents and all that, and they still shut down her private business. And right across the street, 
not following the regulations with way too many chairs out in the open and stuff like that. There was a, uh, there was a film crew there eating out in the open when right across the street from her, her private business was shut down. And that's what people are, are not understanding. It's not about complying. It's, it's, it's not about not taking the vaccine. It's about government overreach. And you can you can argue that yeah it's common sense that you should have to 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 wear a mask and you should prove the science on the vaccine and stuff like that. But the thing is, we don't know everything about this virus, and we don't know everything about how effective the vaccine is, and we don't know how the vaccine is going to affect people in the future, and we just don't know. And instead of coming out and saying we think this is a good idea that you guys take this vaccine because. This is what it's shown so far, but we don't know if this is going to stop the spread of COVID. We don't know if COVID is going to get worse because of it. Instead of being transparent, they lie. And then people don't trust the government. And then people don't trust the politicians. People don't trust the scientists and the people who are doing the research of being smart. And other voices are being silenced with contrary views. You saw it when Joe Rogan got the virus. He didn't take the vaccine. He took a bunch of different medications and he took ivermectin and CNN came out and they said, uh, famous podcaster, Joe Rogan takes ivermectin, which is a horse dewormer for COVID making fun of him. When ivermectin is a drug that is used to treat over 4 billion people. Ivermectin is a horse dewormer if you give it to somebody in horse dewormer amounts, but it is perfectly safe for the consumption of humans, and it has had some, from what the data shows, efficiency at helping combat and get over COVID. I'm by no means advocating that people who do get COVID take ivermectin, but we don't allow doctors in this country to practice medicine. Medicine is an art. Science is an art, and we're not allowing practitioners to practice medicine to try to find cures or better ways of dealing with this virus. Instead, what we are doing is we are mandating how we are going to deal with this sickness and how we are all going to interact with one another, one another because of this sickness, and that is dangerous. And so, no, I'm against vaccine mandates. I'm against the government being able to look at my personal emails and my texts. I'm against uh, the Patriot Act. I'm against government overreach. And I'm very tired of this narrative of it's always the, the far right or the conservatives or the Christian right that are doing things wrong. Because, yes, there are people from the Christian right, the white conservatives, the nationalists who are doing things wrong because they do things wrong all the time. But that's not the entire picture. We're not looking at the entire picture. And we're not being thoughtful in our criticisms of people. We're going to the very extreme right away. And in going to the extremes, you wind up hating one another. And that's not good either. And that doesn't help anybody. That helps the elites. Because the longer we're divided, nobody's holding them accountable. Nobody. Nobody's held the past three presidents accountable for their actions against mankind in the Middle East. So where's all this going? I don't know. 
I don't know where the pandemic is going, but it's been handled poorly. And I understand people's hesitancy towards trusting the government, towards taking a vaccine. I think at the very least you can mask, mask up, but the government even fucked that up because people said, oh, once you mask up, they're going to start mandating things. And then once everybody finally was beaten over the head and complied, here we are trying to mandate things. And the government just continues to prove people's paranoia right. And people need to stop playing teams. There's no right and left in this country. There's a one-party system. And if you're more science-minded, you're gonna vote. You're gonna vote for the people who pretend to back science. But the people who are backing science aren't really backing science. They're they're backing pharmaceutical industry, the pharmaceutical industry that's trying to to pump as many drugs as they can out into the market to make billions of dollars of years. They're funded by the military-industrial complex so that they can build factories that make bullets and bombs in their state so that they have jobs. They're funded by corporations like Amazon who pick and choose what state they're going to take over, what state they're going to give their jobs to, how many, how little taxes are they going to pay? No. What are you going to pay Amazon to build an Amazon warehouse fulfillment center in your state? We talk about deregulating and taxing the rich less because corporations pharmaceutical industry, the military industrial complex have a deep, deep hole in our system. And at the end of the day, this system is going to crumble and fall through one way or another, whether it's a violent uprising of the people and then a total military shutdown with the police state, whether the economy comes crashing down and another country becomes the world's superpower Whether the earth just continues to burn, who knows? But for all those people on the left who are shaming those people on the right, you're focusing your anger at the wrong people. And you've also turned a blind eye to the atrocities that the government is currently doing. For all of you who say that you care about Medicare for all and a living wage and all these supposed social liberal left values that you're supposed to espouse and have. You sure did go to fuck to sleep when we had a majority because we have a majority and we're about to lose it. The midterms are coming up next year. I can almost guarantee that the Senate and the house both are going to go to the Republicans. Joe Biden's not going to get shit done for the next two years. So, we could have pushed through Medicare for all, at the very least, the public option. We could have raised the minimum wage. We could have this great infrastructure bill. We could have had all the things that the left pissed and moaned about for years and years. But once again, you guys did it. You guys have done it again. You guys just don't fucking learn. We're going to get shit. We're going to get jack shit because you voted Joe Biden. You voted in corporatists. And you don't push the people who are supposed to be on the left like AOC and Cori Bush and the squad and Bernie Sanders to do anything. You just you praise their lip service. 
and you allow them to get away with doing nothing but sending out nice tweets. And Trump's gone. And we'll see who the Republicans put out in 2024. But if Trump comes back again, we're in for a rude awakening. Because they're going to be even more angry and more resentful. And things are going to be even more political. And you're not going to be able to roll Joe Biden out again. He, the man's in cognitive decline. I would be very surprised if Joe Biden makes it through the next couple years of his presidency. And Kamala Harris, she had to drop out before the, the Democratic caucus even started. She didn't win a single state. She's one of the most unlikable politicians in America. She was the district attorney for – or she was the attorney general for California. She was awful. She imprisoned more people of color than a lot of attorney generals have. She's an authoritarian and she's a cop. I don't trust cops. So you could roll her out to maybe face Donald Trump and get a sound smackdown. You could roll out your other favorites, Pete Buttigieg or Amy Klobuchar. But Donald Trump's a force to be reckoned with. And his his supporters are diehard and they're pissed. And you're making them more pissed by by being authoritarian dictators. And what pisses me off more is that this Fox News preaches this narrative that Joe Biden is an uber leftist and he's going to destroy the fabric of American society. And he's going to turn us into the, the socialist communist Russia. And instead of doing that, he's just a far right dictator cop goon that the left fucking, yay, our guy won. And then you're going to get a, a true fascist in here because you guys are allowing this administration to do nothing for the people and to also hurt people. People are going to seriously be disaffected when this mortgage crisis comes, when eventually they do roll out something that requires you to get a vaccine or you have to get tested or whatever there there's going to be some serious upheavals in this country and it's not going to be good and we have left this cheering it and jeering down at people that we should be trying to get on our side i say it all the time medicare for all has over 70 percent approval rating among democrats and republicans 15 dollars minimum wage overwhelming if you talk to people and you don't talk to them about politics, but you talk to them about policy, we typically tend to agree on, agree on the same thing. Obviously, Christians aren't going to agree with abortion or, you know, other things like gun rights. But when it comes to social issues, we're going to find a lot more in common than we're not. And we're not having those discussions. Instead, we're having discussions about how this infrastructure bill needs to be bipartisan by the most extreme people in this country. Because you hear the term moderate a lot. 
but the true moderates are the people because the politicians are far right in the way that they vote their policies are and their views so it was a little bit of a ramble but i think i made my main point vaccine mandates are bad and you don't get freedom without a little bit of danger and it's up to us to decide whether we're going to give away all of our personal autonomy or we're going to allow politicians, the state, and corporations to dictate what we do with our lives, what goes into our bodies. We already give them that much control anyway. It's just setting a precedent. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in Australia with their extreme dictatorial shutdown. If the people just accept it or... I mean, there are protests in Australia, but we don't tend to pay attention to things that are happening across the water. Unless it involves money. So I hope I didn't depress you. I'm not depressed. I'm angry about it, but I'm not completely giving up hope. So I have one more solo episode to do. I may or may not be participating in something that'll be a spiritually psychedelic experience. So maybe I'll talk about that on my last solo episode. If you guys have anything else that you want me to talk about, whether it's something more political, like my ideas on the pandemic or something spiritual, like my previous two episodes were, I can definitely do that. Um, Those spiritual episodes definitely gave me some ideas to, uh, some inspiration to start maybe filming some things on my own. And then when I do that, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Um, I also am always down to talk about some philosophy and especially my favorite, my favorite uh, psychoanalyst, Carl Jung. So I could talk about that too. If I don't get any feedback on what I should do, I guess I'll just pick a random topic and you guys will find out, but I'll see you guys on the next one. Hope you enjoyed. Be safe. Wear your mask. Be nice to your neighbors. Don't let anybody be a racist because, you know, you can't tolerate that. But uh, try to judge people a little bit less. Try to understand why they don't want to take it. Try to understand why they don't agree with certain things. Try to understand your neighbor. Try and be respectful. And, you know, Respect people's privacy as well. Love you guys. Like, share, subscribe. See you on the next one.